As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Hey, 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 hey. Michael Oldroyd in the house. Actually, Michael Oldroyd in the closet. Michael Oldroyd in my closet here in New York City because the acoustics are amazing in here. And I love the... This is the the only place where I can go where there is no external noise. So it's completely muffled. If I ever record a music album, I'm going to do it in this closet right here. This closet is freaking dank, man. It's a walk-in. It's got a lot of stuff in here. A lot of it's not even mine. I feel like I could rent this closet out to somebody and make at least, uh, you know, I, I could make some money by renting out my... Somebody could sleep in this closet on a cot and have room left over. I guess I'm starting this podcast off with a unintentional humble brag. Let me just say that I know someone who is staying in somebody's closet that was smaller than this. One of my friends who I went I went to his wedding, Adam Paleman. He had a buddy living in his closet um, for I don't even know how long back years ago when uh, Adam moved to Chicago after the University of Missouri and uh, one of his I remember opening up the closet door and this dude was in there crouched down looking like Harry Potter. And guy's doing great. He's living out in California now. Saw him at Adam's wedding. So you gotta you gotta make do with what you can. So if anybody out there is looking for some cheap rent, I might be willing to rent the closet to you. Actually, sometimes I come in here in the closet, uh, as you guys know. Oh, and, and here's a, an update. If you're curious to know if I still live with my ex girlfriend, I do. Sometimes I come into my own closet for privacy at night when I want to look up inappropriate videos. Uh, it's nice in here, and there's uh, there's room to lay down on the floor, to, and, floor and spread eagle over some, some fun vids that you can find online. Anyway, how you guys doing? Thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for listening to the Miguel Old R2D2 podcast, episode 86. I don't know. May, may as well get a couple sound effects, get some varying audio levels just to tease thine eardrums. What in the heaven is going on in the world right now, guys? It is the holiday season. Hope you're enjoying this holiday spirit. We had the lighting of the New York Stock Exchange Christmas tree just a few days ago here in New York, uh, there on Wall Street. <clears throat> my front, my this guy Matt Kobach, who runs the social media of uh, the New York Stock Exchange, was posting some. He posts some cool stuff. Hey, he follows me on Twitter, guys. The uh, the main guy that runs like the New York Stock Exchange stuff follows me on Twitter. And guess what? Ryan Reynolds just followed him on Twitter. So uh, I'm cool now. Does that mean I'm famous? Oh, gosh. Um, anyway, none of that stuff matters, guys. You know what I mean? None of it freaking matters. Anyway, 
None of it matters. That's why I say it. That's why I said it to you. It's because it doesn't matter. That's why I humble bragged. All right. Anyway, you guys see the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center yet? I went up there hoping to see Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone 2. Didn't see him. Saw a lot of people, though. I uh, went there after Thanksgiving, actually. I, I think it was actually on Thanksgiving. Forgive, for, pardon my French. I'll have to tell you guys a little bit about that later. Not going to just start off with all these stories. I want to start off with what is going on in the world, I guess. Well, you know what? Before I get into that, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to change the football stuff to the end today. I'm going to put the football stuff at the very end so that if anyone's trying this podcast for the first time, they don't um, immediately get burnt out if they're not football fans. It is technically called the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast, not the Michael Oldroyd Football Podcast, though sometimes it definitely seems and feels like it is a football podcast. So let's let's change it up, put it at the end. As Louis C.K. once said, when you're trying different bits, rearrange. Sometimes start with one joke, put it at the end at a different time that you're trying that material on stage. Just rearrange the bits, the bits of your material so that you can know what, you know, like you don't just want to have one that's like a great opener and, and, it, and it can't go anywhere else in the routine. Every joke should be able to stand alone in any part of the routine. I don't know if you guys know what the heaven I'm talking about. The comedians out there probably do. The comedians out there who know what I'm talking about are probably like, Mike, we know what you're talking about, but you're doing a terrible job of explaining it. So you're actually confusing us. Uh, much like uh, how in the movie Billy Madison... Uh, he said that uh, what you just said has made everybody in this room dumber. Uh, may God have mercy on your soul. Something like that. Uh, may, what if I just explained uh, everything through analogies? All right. Oh, so let's let's come back to a couple of things. Let's start out by what's going on in the world. All right. And and uh, forgive me again for for interjecting myself. Can I say something? Okay, thanks. Appreciate you letting me say something, Mike. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Mike, but I just want to say something real quick, and then I'll give you back the mic. Is that cool, Mike? Okay. Uh, here's my random statement that I wanted to say. When I pay when I pay attention to the news, and when I don't pay attention to the news, guess what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't change anything. I realized actually I've, I've always known this which is why I probably never really pay attention paid attention as a kid to the news or politics or anything like that guess what either way same difference whether I pay attention or not if I wake up today and I don't watch the news and I isolate myself and then two weeks from now I, I, I turn on the TV pay attention to the news same difference all I'm gonna go is oh I didn't realize that happened oh wow that's interesting oh my gosh so there's really not it doesn't matter is what I'm trying to say now when terrible things happen to people, I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. Like, that sucks. Uh, that sucks. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that I, I wouldn't know the difference if I didn't. You don't know what you don't know is what I'm trying to say. Right? I noticed uh, I was reading some articles, catching up on big stories over the last few weeks. Because I haven't really been paying attention, you know? And uh, no matter what you do... Whatever day you decide to finally pay attention to what's going on in the world, you can catch up on that day. You know what I mean? Like, you can be debriefed on everything on whatever day. So, you know. If I waited uh, 60 years to, to be, you know, made a prize of what's been going on, 
someone's just going to give me a debriefing of everything that's current and relevant at that moment, and then I can do a history lesson on everything else, you know? So there's always, it's like a wave, right? It's always, the wave of the ocean is continually moving forward. So there's new stories. As I'm recording this podcast right there, right now, there's new stories coming out. You can never fully keep, keep up with it is what I'm trying to say. So whatever, you know, it's just a, it's like laundry. It's a never end. You're going to have to do it for the rest of your life. You're, you're always going to have to try and, does that sound depressing? I, I, I don't mean to sound depressing because I'm not depressed about it. I just choose not to like stress out about staying on top of the news i guess um if something's big happening somebody will call me and tell me hey mike did you hear that uh eli manning is starting for the giants this week you know someone will give me a call and let me know if something big like that's happening um what else what else is going on Um, I think the only benefit of really ingesting news that, that like, makes a, a difference is uh, knowing what the weather's going to be, right? Which I can ask Alexa very quickly and, and get that out of the way, or you can get it on an app. And then also for investors, if you're needing to know what's going on in the world to make investment moves, trying to predict whether the market is going to go up or down, or a certain stock, you know, I think it's important to, to know as an investor, uh, and, uh, in, in the world of business, I think it's important because things can affect, uh, buying and selling based on what's going on sometimes, I don't know, so let's start with that big one at the top, Trump, what's going on this week in the world of Trump? I have a friend, uh, Catherine Ellis, actually, took some UCB classes with her. She's had some stuff go viral online. She's, she makes these videos uh, on YouTube, pretty funny stuff. She made, she uh, took a, uh, a frat guy, she took my famous frat boy concept, turned it into a video, and now has millions of views on YouTube. So thanks, Catherine, for plagiarizing my premise, which is something that you can't do, guys. Every premise out there has already been done. So claiming that she... Um, you know, took my premises already. Uh, that's a joke in and of itself because anyone can make it t- uh, a thing about anything. Anyway, she made this uh, video recently. Uh, her most recent one that I saw was a Christmas video, the little drummer boy about Donald Trump. Trump pum pum pum, Trump pum pum pum. Pretty catchy, pretty funny, good stuff. I could tell she used a drone in the video, which I got to talk to you guys about because I got a drone recently. You can't fly it in certain parts of New York if it's too close to Trump Tower. Speaking of Trump, you know, I wouldn't want to get too close to his Horcrux. That's why he's made it illegal. Guy's making a. This guy's trying to bring back the, the days of the monarchs. Trump, Trump thinks he's a king, guys. You know? Is he still in office? I, I, I think that he doesn't care if he is. And in his mind, until someone uh, physically peels him away from the office. It doesn't matter whether he's impeached or not. I think that they are still trying to impeach the fella, you know, still trying to impeach him for two counts now. Ooh, two accounts on which he will be tried for for this technical impeachment, the abuse of power and the obstruction of Congress, I guess. Uh, I forget the specifics. Uh, obviously, everyone's, I think, the obstruction of Congress, uh, well, specifically uh, the whole... Um, well, he was trying to dig up dirt on Biden by talking to uh, Ukraine. Hey, Ukraine, how you doing, huh? 
yeah, I, I whether he, I, if he gets impeached, awesome. If he doesn't, well, that'll suck. But you know, it is what it is. Nobody wants Voldemort in office anymore. And if you guys are Trump supporters, I apologize to you. To be honest, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to the policies. <clears throat> this is all I can say. Uh, I'm not one of these uh, crazy people that's out there. Well, I'm not even going to say that. I just don't like Trump as a person. I don't know anything about his policies. I'm too lazy to know anything about his policies. I'm also too lazy to know anything about Obama's policies. Sue me for my ignorance, guys. But what I do know is I like the way Obama conducts himself as a person, the way he shows respect to people from what I can see in the public. And I I don't like the way Trump treats people. He, he's very condescending and, and rude, and I, I see that with my own face by the way that he cuts people off, speaks over them, says really rude things publicly about them, just disrespectful things. So that's what I can see. That's what I don't like, right? As far as his policies, maybe he's doing a great job. I don't know. As far as the economy goes, maybe he's doing a great job. I don't know. Maybe he's injecting the, the economy with steroids right now so that the stock market looks good, but as soon as he disappears, everything's going to crumble, you know? Maybe he's just, like, uh, tidying up the facade of the American economy right now so that it looks great. And as soon as he gets reelected, hopefully it doesn't happen, then everything starts to crumble. And that's when he starts focusing on making uh, a president able to be in office for more than two terms. Guys, I don't know. You know what I mean? It hurts my head to think about it too much, so I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to sit back, drink a Kool-Aid, and just ride down the river of life, you know? As that as uh, that lady in Billy Madison said, the hot teacher, Veronica Vaughn, oh, so hot, want to touch the hiney. As she said, Billy, some people just drift through life like piles of shit or lumps of shit. They never really have any goals or ambitions, and they're never really going to go anywhere. That's what I want to – I, I want to drift through life like a pile of shit when it comes to <laughs> – listening to some of these news updates and, and having a, a true and informed opinion. Uh, people out there, uh, some of you may hate me right now saying that is a, um, you're pissing away your, your, your right to, uh, this, this, you know, your right to vote. <sighs> Guys, I, I do care. I, I obviously don't want the world to end by Zeus, you know, um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope that if I just close my eyes and take a nap, it, it, the problems will just go away. You know what I mean? Because if I don't take a nap, what can I really do? You know? <laughs> I'm here to be an entertainer. You know? I don't know. All right. Uh, so that's what's going on. Trump is still in office. And I heard he tweeted a thousand times this weekend. I don't know if that's true or not. I saw it in J on Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe he was exaggerating, you know? Guys, I'm just going to throw stuff at you. Fake news, real news, I don't know. You know, fact check me if you want. Or just let it enter your eardrums, tickle them a little bit, and then go on about your day because it really doesn't matter. I'm just going to preface everything by saying I read some of these things. I heard some of these things through the grapevine. Some of these things are in my opinion, and I state it as if it's a fact. In some ways, um, Trump does that. However, I'd like to distance myself from him because uh, I, 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 I try to respect people and be nice. That's what separates him from me. And I, I'm a comedian, uh, not a politician. So <clears throat> if 
if he did tweet a, a thousand times this weekend, that is a lot of thumb strength. You know what I mean? I heard he retweeted himself, then retweeted his retweets of himself. So if that ain't narcissism, I'm not sure what it is. Um, he had one tweet, according to Jimmy Kimmel, that said, when you can't, he was, like, upset that they're trying to impeach him. So he said, and he was, he was basically saying, sarcastically, when you can't change the game, change the rules. He's, like, saying that, that that's what the Democrats are doing. And I just want to say something, Trump. That is your game. The only thing you ever do is change the game because you can't win it. All you ever do is change the rules. So what are you talking about sarcastically saying that, you freaking putts? You are the most unbelievable creature I've ever seen. You're an ever-evolving scam artist. Um, just just a, a real putz, you know? Just a real freaking putz. Ah, oh, man. What else? Apparently he uploaded a picture of himself with his head on, like, uh, Rocky Balboa's body, right? Not really sure what that's about. I also saw a tweet from Trump once, basically, like, this, like, video of him <laughs> saying that he's going to be in office forever and that he's the greatest president in the history. It's like, whatever happened to letting other people say good things about you rather than telling everyone how great you are. Missouri is known as the show me state. That's where people, you, you show people, you don't say what you can do, you don't tell them how great you are, you, you show them and then you shut up. That's one of the things that I love most about Missouri is be, that it is the show me state. There's no tell me what you've, you know, in the world of sales, on these big coasts like California, you see all these entertainers just nonstop self-promoting. And I admit that I'm guilty of some self-promotion much more than I feel comfortable with because I feel like it's, in some ways, it's the only way I can get my name out there, I guess. But it, it, self-promotion is, is disgusting. It makes me want to throw up, you know? And... uh yeah, that's what I have to say about that. So, did you guys hear that uh, Michael Bloomberg is running for president? So, I guess he's running against Trump in the Republican House. And that's interesting because usually the, the president has an automatic, um, I forget what it's called, like a, they're automatically the, the, the candidate for that party. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm excited to see uh, if Bloomberg can uh, beat him in the first round, you know? I don't know. I, uh, in the wild card playoff, if you will. The primary. So, actually, I do have something, uh, pos not positive, but uh, something that can evoke change. For anyone out there, if you don't want Trump in office, vote Michael Bloomberg in, in the primaries, because if, if he doesn't make it past the primaries, he, he won't make it past anything so don't wait don't just think oh michael bloomberg is the best candidate so he'll probably just win you got to show up i'm gonna show up even though i don't ever pay attention to anything i am gonna show up uh, and and vote for michael bloomberg i i keep my fingers crossed that i will you know um you guys like how this podcast suddenly became political Speaking of presidents, jimmy carter was recently released from the hospital i think he was he had fallen multiple times um, this year, he's 95 years old. He's the oldest president, the oldest living president. 
and uh, hopefully he's doing okay. I've heard good things about that fella. And um, another thing, Joe Biden, right? How about that guy? How about that entertaining uncle that shows up to Thanksgiving dinner and really hadn't done too much with his life, but you like him because he's nice and he's charming, but you can't really have that deep of a conversation with him. And then when he gives you like that one nugget of advice, you, you don't really even understand what he's talking about. You, you just smile and agree because it's Uncle Biden, and then you go about your life. That's pretty much how I see Joe Biden. Just He's a nice placeholder. He'll do. He won't ruin the world. He won't destroy the world, and he won't make it better if he's in office for, for four years. But anything's better than destroying the world and being a catalyst for a world apocalypse. <coughs> what do I know? These are just prophecies that I've come up with myself. Uh, anyway, uh, I will say the stock market does has been doing well this year. Um, yeah, so I, I, I guess that's something. I, like I said, I think it's so. I think it's Trump just painting the facade of America. We'll see. Time will tell. Apparently, Joe Biden's son, Jessica, my roommate, was telling me my roommate, next girlfriend. And it feels like she's my girlfriend. You know, we're not, we're technically not in a relationship. We live together, though, and it feels like we're in a relationship. Because even though I can go on dates with other girls, she still intervenes and is like, "Who? Are, where are you going tonight? And if I don't, like, answer her or, like, whatever, then she'll throw a fit and it messes up the feng shui of our household. So technically, I'm still in a relationship. <laughs> Um, it's an interesting phenomena, you know? It's an interesting phenomena. The whole Jack and, the Jack and Mike sitch, right? Um, she told me that, that Joe Biden's son had some sex addiction or something. was like going to all these strip clubs and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, and I don't really have anything to say about that. Let's go on to the... <laughs> Let's go. Let's move on to the the world economy and finance real quick. I think that that's actually worth dis discussing for a quick tick. Apparently, spending has been increasing, and the income growth is flat right now. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't have enough information to to comment further, so I should probably just cut that out of the podcast. I don't know what period of time it has been increasing from. Maybe the last quarter? I don't know. Anyway, Am here's a news story. Amazon leaves warehouse employees with injuries. Ooh. You guys hear about this? Uh, apparently, Amazon is so intense that there's some warehouse employees with injuries. There was a 59-year-old guy that had a forklift fall on him, and it crushed him. So there are serious safety lapses from OCEA. Uh, geez, that's terrible. Obviously, I do, I do care. That sucks. Um, hope his family's doing all right with that. Dealing with that, that's that's crazy. I I, I saw this story and it made me tip more, right? Because I use Amazon Fresh and I've made me increase the the amount of tip that I that I leave for those guys. Um, yeah. So think about that. I guess I don't know. I don't know what to say other than that sucks and maybe think about tipping your Amazon people more or, or I don't know, using a different company. I don't, I, I don't know. What, what do we do about that? You know what I mean? It's a thinker. 
Uh, 2.1% growth to our economy this summer, according to, I don't even remember where I got this information, so, so yeah, fake news, I don't know, you tell me, stocks are a little stagnant, but still positive growth right now, this was written down about a month ago, so, I, I don't know, how are the stocks doing now, I don't know, you know what I mean, I mean, news is always changing, what the heck. By the time this podcast enters your eardrums, it's irrelevant anymore, even if it's like five seconds from now, because um, everything's changing. I don't know. Apple recently lost some market share. Ooh. My freaking iPhone X is starting to poop out on me. I can tell that it, it's run its life cycle, and Apple put the detonator in it. Which means that they're ready to cause my phone to blow up, so I have to go buy a new one. You know, you know how Apple does that. You know, if you guys think I'm sounding like a conspiracy theorist, I'm not, because I don't hypothesize. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I know how the world works generally, so I make my my prophecies and hypotheses based on understanding the concept of the world. Do I know all the X's and the O's of current? the ever-changing vortex of the world that we live in? I mean, not really, you know? I'm kind of isolated. I'm like the man in the high castle, except of good. It's like a, a high castle of good. So, I, like, the man in the high castle is, would be my, my, my arch nemesis. He's the villain. But I'm not claiming to be perfect, because uh, that would be bad, right? Like, I think that if a person thinks that they're perfect, maybe that's, like, a bad thing. So... I, I do claim to try my best to be perfect most of the time. <laughs> Is that fair? Like, all right. Um, what else? Yeah, Apple recently lost some some market share. Already talked about that. Nobody cares unless you're an Apple investor and you uh, are losing money. I guess you you care then, right? But whatever. I'm concerned about the stock market. I, I don't, I'm just reading some words that I wrote down right now. Let's let's discover what these words are together because it's been a while. It's been so long since I've recorded a podcast. I, I made this. This this podcast was supposed to come out the week of my birthday, which is November 6th. So let's see here. It says, I'm concerned about the stock market doing so well right now. It's like a bubble. I feel like Trump is injecting steroids into the economy to make everything look good so he can get reelected. Then as soon as he is, everything collapses. Trump is building the facade that Hollywood is. Uh, okay, so I kind of already said that in different words. Great job, Mike, repeating yourself and just filling these airwaves with nonsense. All right, millennials, not going to have... By the way, I feel like I'm losing my voice, but that's cool. You know why? Because if I kind of like lose my voice and I have to cut the, the podcast short, it creates that like elusive feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know how like... Like one of the things that makes things beautiful is the fact that like it's 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 elusive and and you can't really put your finger on it you know you can't fully grasp it uh, maybe that's what maybe that elusiveness will make this podcast attractive. Um, beauty is fleeting is what I'm trying to say, guys. All right, millennials are not going to have a retirement uh, according to. The way that they are not saving currently. I saw an article about this. I, I I recently made some finance videos. You guys should check them out on YouTube. Michael Oldroyd, type in finance or um, you know how to how to increase your wealth. These videos were made not with a comedy mindset. In fact, they're 
kind of boring and dry. I'll be the first to say I, I put on a suit to look official, recorded it from my kitchen here. Uh, but the the content is is very valuable if you care about money at all, um, and everyone is um, in this world. You know, money does uh, have uh, its role. It is uh, it, it does exist. So, you know, I, I think that it's worth checking out this video if you're interested in in, in climbing your your finances and growing your finances. You know what I mean? So yeah, check it out. Uh, it's definitely targeted. The younger you are, the more impact that the video is gonna have on you. So I sent it out to uh, some of these 19 year old chicks I've been hanging out with just to help them out, you know, cause I'm a good guy. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> kind of ties to football in a way, right? I feel like football, uh, the NFL should mandate that NFL players have financial education. I'm kind of like taking the role that uh, A Rock or um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson takes in the movie Ballers, except I'm not actually managing people's money. I'm just giving out tips, creating awareness is what I'm doing, guys. The voice is, is fleeting here. Uh, check it out. Apparently, A Rod now, former Yankees player, is managing money and doing something like this. So I was inspired, and now I have a boner. All right, shifting away from politics, guys. How about Kanye West, huh? New topic, still in the category of worldly updates, but Kanye freaking Wheezy. Yay! What in the heaven is he doing now? I mean, Trump and Kanye are some of the most entertaining creatures I've ever, I think I've ever seen or witnessed in my life. Both of them just never cease to entertain and evolve <laughs> and, and somehow make you want to look and see what the heck they're doing, right? They both just, it's, you feel all these mixed emotions about these people, you know? <laughs> Kanye West may change name to Christian genius billionaire Kanye West. Hey, go for it, Kanyezy, go for it. Whatever makes you happy. That's not even the biggest update. I have three things to talk about. That was one in the world of Kanye West. Here's two, you ready? Additionally, he is now wearing a Confederate flag jacket and selling merch with it. This dude is, is wearing a Confederate flag jacket and he is selling merchandise associated with this. So I was very intrigued. That's what he does. You know, he, he'll do something like that and you have no choice but to, to say, why the fuck is he doing this? So it makes you like dig deeper, right? Pure genius. Um, pure genius uh, and you have no choice but to try and figure out the rationale behind the mindset because it's so absurdly ridiculous for him to be wearing around a confederate flag jacket and then uh, if I'm not mistaken I did it's been about a month since I've looked this up but if I'm not mistaken he was wearing it to create awareness or like to, to say that he's not going to let that define him that, that symbol of oppressiveness define him but he's going to uh, take it and, and, and kind of like one-up it, I guess you could say. So I guess from that perspective, then all of a sudden you're like, wow, that's that's kind of cool, right? So I don't, I don't know. It's still, it, 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 let me just say this. It, <laughs> unless someone knows, when you're wearing a Confederate jacket, though, like people don't know that. They have to know the backstory in order for it to click and go, ah, oh, cool. 
So I don't know if just wearing it is a good idea. You, you might want to wear it and have some letters on it that, that explain why you're doing I don't know. Whatever, Kanye, do you, baby. Do you. His newest thing, this is the third point about Kanye. He's wearing a silver outfit now and face paint. He looks like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz without the tin, like without the funnel on the top of his head. Uh, and he was orchestrating an opera about Mary, you know, Jesus and Mary, on a barge or some island, uh, apparently. You, you can only get to this concert by boat. <laughs> oh, Kanye, you're something, man. You really, you really intrigue me. I, Jessica, my roommate slash ex-girlfriend, Jessica, my ex-girlfriend slash girlfriend slash companion here, slash she's a, an electron and I'm a nucleus and, and she revolves around me wherever I go. <laughs> Jessica loves Kanye. <laughs> we, we watched some, uh, we watched some some video about Kanye explaining his whole new album. Look at Kanye West's Twitter right now. Guys, look at Kanye West's Twitter and look at Donald Trump's Twitter. Both of them are just mind-blowing. Uh, the last, like, 50 tweets of Kanye's Twitter are just screenshots of Bible verses. You know? Um, Kanye, man. I thought I, thought I was going to be the cool one and, like, secretly... Um, you know, like, come out and be like this, like, like, uh, like this, um, crusade-like entertainer, uh, using words, not swords, right? Freaking Kanye West beat me to it. Uh, it, the only difference between me and Kanye is he's very strict with Jesus, specifically right now. My, mine is a little bit broader of a net, which is, which is love. So I'm I'm a crusader of love. I'm a warrior of love. Uh, you know, in, in that way, I'm a I'm a I'm a Jedi, right? I'm a Jedi. I'm the droid, son. So Kanye, um, and, and you know what? Time will tell. Time will tell. But I I, I don't want to. I don't want to verbally pigeonhole myself as as a Christian entertainer, um, because I feel that. That's not the calling that I feel internally. The calling that I feel, the calling that I feel I have from what I define as God, God is love, and my 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 crusade like desire to that empower and and really is my mission statement. It, it really powers my mission here as an entertainer is love. So. Um, I guess I guess there is a difference between Kanye and I. I, I never really now now the Bible verses that in, that I feel really uh, define love or perpetuate love. I adopt that right. So um, the difference between me and Kanye I, in in how we let ourselves be um, a vessel for a, a bigger cause. I guess the biggest difference is. is if I don't see it, I, I, I don't really um, floss it if it doesn't um, if it doesn't truly embody love uh, in some way, shape, or form, right? So we'll have to talk about it. Some people out there would say, well, that's exactly what the Bible is, Mike, right? So anyway, whatever. We're, we're not going to get into that, guys. We're not going to have a discussion with nobody here in my closet, but just know that that's that's kind of what's up with me.
maybe Kanye and I, maybe Kanye and I, and I are, are are fighting on the same team, and we don't even realize it. You know, maybe we're both warriors of light here. And I, I mean, p- potentially, I, 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 <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> voice is fleeting, guys. Just getting beautiful over here with the fleeting voice. <laughs> guys, I gotta get going now. No, I'm not quite there yet. But anyway. So that's what's going on with that. What else is going on in the freaking world, guys? You enjoying the podcast? Um, 36 minutes in. Cool. Instagram is testing the hiding of likes now, right? So I guess that Instagram may be uh, implementing a, a new platform or a new way of using their platform where likes are not uh, able to be determined. That way people don't feel such like heart attacks you know, over social media and, and being, uh, accepted or whatever you want to call it. I don't even, you know, people are, are, are having, you know, negative, there's a lot of people out there that are having negative, uh, uh, feelings about themselves because they're not getting enough likes and stuff. So Instagram is looking into the idea of hiding the likes. So that's something worth, um, worth mentioning. What else, guys? Disney, right? Disney, we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, guys, you guys on Disney Plus? Hey, what's up, you guys on Disney Plus or what? Can you imagine a frat party? Uh, I wonder I wonder if there are any conversations in the Greek community that have been taking place over the last few weeks. Hey, what's up? Did you guys like do the trial version of Disney Plus or what? Like, <laughs> you guys didn't want, want to do a shot and watch Iron Will or what, dude? Like, you want to watch like a Bugs Life or what? Um, the Mandalorian, guys. I've been jerking off to the to that show recently. Uh, somebody sent me a funny meme. It was a picture of Baby Yoda. <laughs> on the end of a fleshlight. <laughs> so, disgusting. Disgusting, guys. Very disgusting. How dare you laugh at that if you're giggling to yourself. Um, the Mandalorian. Good stuff. Um, yeah, Disney Plus. Been watching that. Watched, them. Watched a bunch of these uh, cool movies. Uh, Miracle for the first time. That one, that one was pretty cool. USA against Russia kicking their anus. Did you guys know that Russia is not going to be able to compete at the Olympics in 2020 for uh, blood drug testing? I feel like that the Russian Russia shouldn't be able to compete in anything <laughs> for all the for all the shit that they're doing. Uh, not just the Olympics. Speaking of that, I was watching Superman 4 the other day, and the opening scene was uh, a Russian satellite that Superman uh, went and saved, which is pretty cool. Guys, uh, I hurt my ankle and I wanted to watch Superman because I felt sad. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Random. All right. Uh, yeah. What if I just, I, I have the desire just to like blurt out everything, past, present, and future. Uh, all right. Let's, let's not do that, Mike. <laughs> uh, Disney, Disney Plus is pretty fun though. You guys been, you guys excited about Star Wars coming out? Huh? Uh, I think it'll be pretty cool. What if Ray? So, what do you guys think is gonna happen? Obviously, I've I've pre- I predicted it way back when that Kylo Ren and Ray. I, I I predicted this before the first Star Wars came out. When I say the first, I mean the, the seventh episode with Kylo and Ray, and then Episode A. I, I I predicted 
that they were going to fall in love, Kylo and Rey, and that she was going to pull him back to the light, right? And that the that would be it would be love that pulls him back. We're talking about love again, right? I'm a warrior of light, guys. All right. What if Rey though, right? We all know what's going to happen, but what if Rey actually turns the tables on us? What if she actually flips to the dark side, you know? Like what if <laughs> what if Kylo Ren strong arms her and she's like, "Ah, damn it. I if I can't be with you, I'm just going to have to take a knee." <laughs> I'm just gonna have to kneel. That would be uh, pretty. Uh, that would be pretty uh, unexpected. Disney would really take a turn for the dark side there, and that would really uh, get people upset. Much like the Game of Thrones ending, probably. You know, I don't think anybody liked it. Uh, Daenerys went crazy at the end and kneeled to the dark side. Uh, that's what I would call it. You know, because Jon Snow didn't give her the D. Obviously, Ray's not going to turn to the dark side, guys. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Um, I just think it'd be a hilarious, like, sketch. Maybe that. Maybe that's one of the sketches that we'll have to make for the for, for the Midwest Sketch Bandits. Is uh, you know, Ray turning to the dark side, and then the movie just ending. You're like, wait, what? What the fuck just happened? What What was that about? So I don't know. Could be funny. Could be funny. Um, so. Get your tickets to see Star Wars comes out on September, or sorry, December 20th, a couple of days before Christmas. Very excited about that. Apparently, everyone's getting mad at Rey now because uh, they were she didn't say she comes from a life of privilege or something. I don't know. Uh, people, people are getting upset about everything. Someone got upset about this commercial and this commercial that the Peloton. Um, fitness bike came out with where it's just a normal commercial woman enjoying the bike blah 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 people are coming out and they're saying it's sexist because uh in the commercial the husband bought this peloton and they're as a gift right and they're they're saying that what he's saying indirectly is that you're not fit enough and you should lose weight right it's like guys you're you're looking so far into stuff and you're creating your own reality here that's that's one of the that is a path to the dark side, in my opinion, is just making up shit in your head all the time. And, and I mean, it's fine to make up shit and be creative, right? That's that's one thing is, is don't stifle your creativity, but then to just believe it as a fact. Just random shit that you fabricate in your mind and then, like, to protest about it, right? Like, how do you know that this guy... How, how do you know that that guy in the... Com- First of all, it's a commercial. They didn't specify that he's doing it for that reason. How do you know that... The, the woman in the commercial didn't ask her husband for that as a gift. How do you, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, you freaking buffoons. Freaking far right liberals or far left. I don't know. <laughs> far right conservatives and far right, far left liberals are all crazy. Both of them are crazy. Um, I don't know. Whatever. You guys, you guys going to turn off my podcast now? <laughs> Uh, notes from the news, New York City is not a tech hub apparently anymore. Oh, big surprise, you freaking putts. Who, who thought it was still a tech hub? It, it costs way too much. Anybody smart out there in the world of startups is not going to move to New York to start, like, you guys are so dumb. It's Austin, Texas. Um, it's, uh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley is already way too expensive. And, and, you know, these entrepreneurs are too smart for this bullshit mirage that the city of New York create, created a long time ago, and it's, it's, it's dead now. It's, it's a shadow now, you know? 
One of the reasons that all these movies were made in New York back in the like 80s and 90s is because they had tax benefits that the city gave them because New York wanted to like like be hot, you know, in in the world of entertainment and that stuff no longer exists, but the it's created demand so people come here all curious and yeah, it's it's, it's evil is what I'm trying to say. <coughs> My voice is going. No, I don't know. All right. Uh what else, guys? Apple TV remote is so bad. There's a Swiss company out there making a remote for the Apple TV. Wow, good job, Apple. Way to go. No wonder why your shares are down this last quarter because you can't even make a freaking remote for your own product, you, you gosh dang buffoons. All right. Um, was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Yeah, I did. Peloton, that woman that was in that commercial, people were like, there's all kinds of people like making all these protests or whatever and she the woman is like trying to like go with it and be like oh cool like there was a saturday night live joke about it and she's like being positive you know ryan reynolds gave her a job guys he's like i know what it feels like to be in something that flops and have the public react negatively toward it. he's talking about green lantern and he's a nice enough guy what a good guy you know freaking ryan reynolds he was on saturday night live recently when will ferrell hosted sitting in the audience and the entire monologue became about Ryan Reynolds. Great, it was hilarious. Freaking John William Farrell cracking my, cracking my stomach up into many pieces. John William Farrell, very funny guy, very humorous chap. Did you guys know that you can have DNA testing kits for dogs now? Uh, I would love to have had one of those for Joey when she was younger, because she was a rescue, a pup. Uh, we never knew what she was. Uh, we thought Jack Russell Terrier, Pitbull. You know, and uh, it would have been nice to know. Um, it, uh, one of the good things about knowing that is you know what certain tendencies tendencies are uh, for your dog, and you can prevent certain sicknesses and things. It's like preventative health care in a way. Um, so obviously, uh, we'd love the dog the same regardless, right? Um, People out there that uh, want a specific breed of dog, you're a Nazi. You know that? All right, that's just a joke. I, I'm sorry. That's, that's really too far. Uh, what I'm saying is all dogs are created equal before God. All dogs go to heaven. All right? Quick, quick. Anybody out there that wants a purebred, you're, 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 you're a terrible person. No, I'm kidding. By the way, my sister had dogs recently. Her dog had uh, a litter of six. Uh, so if anybody out there wants a dog, hit me up. Uh, it's a mixture between a Catan del Tulier and a, uh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head, uh, Shih Tzu or uh, Shipu? Shipu? Yeah, Shipu and Catan del T Tulier. Anyway, hit me up if you if you want to laugh at michaeloldroid.com is, is the email. Did you guys hear that there's a, a GIF video release on Snapchat? Again, uh, Cameo is what it's called, I guess, so you can like do GIFs. You can send out GIFs of yourself, like video GIFs. You can record, I don't know, whatever. Who cares? Doesn't matter. MacBook Pro is coming out 12.10. Nobody cares. Today's 12.10. I don't, I don't care. All right. Mac, my, I, I bought this $4,000 Mac computer, and it, it overheats all the time a year ago. So just, you know, just a waste of money. Just I'm just a... Just another cog in Apple's wheel, you know, just freaking spending my money and getting raped by them. I'm getting financially raped by Apple, as we all are. Um, 
when we buy their products. So, Apple, the Apple is the Empire, uh, and I'm going to be the Jedi that strikes back. All right. <coughs> what do you guys want to talk about next? Eh? Let's talk about how... You know what? I know what I want to talk about, you freaking putzes. I want to talk about what's going on in the world of comedy. How about that? Does that give you a does that give you a little bit of an aroused status? Does that give you a little bit of uh, excitement? Let's talk about the world of comedy. Steve Harvey was recently announcing Miss Universe again. He still kept the job after his uh, fumble. Uh, a couple years ago and mispronouncing or, or, or saying that Miss Universe was the wrong person and guess what similar thing happened the other day he he, he uh, there was this lady all dressed up uh, and he was complimenting her saying that she's from Miss Philippines and she interrupted him she's like sorry but the, I'm, I'm actually representing Malaysia <laughs> his reaction he said oh no y'all trying to Y'all trying to take my career down. That's, I'm just reading what it says on the cards. That's what I had two years ago. And it's like, I, 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 so. Jimmy Kimmel said that somebody, it's very clear that somebody's trying to destroy his career by writing these uh, incorrect things on the cards. So, I don't know, you know. Way to go, Steve Harvey, you know. Way to go. It's not his fault at all. He's a good guy. Steve Harvey seems like a great guy. And that mustache... Ain't that something? That Steve Harvey mustache? He's got more hairs on his mustache than on the top of his head. Um, what happened? What, what else, guys? J-Lo is trending right now because she's hosting Saturday Night Live or, or hosted it on Saturday night. I don't even know. I don't even know if she hosted it or she's hosting. Who cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess she was on Jimmy Fallon recently. Um, oh, you know what? I forgot to say this when I was talking about Trump. Nancy Pelosi said that someone said that someone asked her in an interview, "Do you hate Trump?" And she said she got mad at them. She's like, "I don't hate anybody." And in fact, she said that she prays for Trump, which is awesome. And then Trump's response was, "He said he doesn't believe her." <laughs> what a freaking buffoon! That doesn't that doesn't even sound evil of Trump. It just sounds hilarious. Like it, it's like Trump. Why not? Why not like say thank you? I don't I don't I don't know. You know, that's that's like if someone says I'm sorry and you say I reject your apology. I reject your apology, you don't seem genuine. Um I don't have anything to say about JLO or whatever. I don't know. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, that's why I moved on so quickly. Vanna White though hosted Wheel of Fortune for the first time in thirty seven years. I'm surprised the feminists haven't been complaining. Up until this point, you know, about her not hosting the show ever. It's like, well, why don't the feminists complain that she hasn't been hosting for all these years, you know? That's <coughs> that's how people are these days. They'll, they'll find a, they'll they'll turn anything into anything. What I, what I did right there is just to, to show you that you can just make up shit about anything, you know? Didn't you guys know that, what, that the women's brain is smaller than the man's? Uh, that's a... That's a joke right there. That's uh, an impression of Sasha Baron Cohen, who is actually a very intelligent human. I think I think that my my girlfriend slash ex girlfriend is attracted to Sasha Baron Cohen based on his intelligence. Uh, he actually recently spoke out against uh, things like Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg 
saying that uh, if they're not doing things to prevent from, you know, a country like Russia um, meddling with the, the next election as they did before, then, you know, that they should be held accountable. You know, that Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and those people should all go to jail. So good for Sasha for stepping up to the plate and getting everyone's dick hard, you know? All right. Adam Sandler, he's nominated for something right now. He was on 60 Minutes the other night. He's got this movie out or coming out where it's like his first time. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen it. I uh, yeah, Everyone's sending me stuff about Sandler. So that's good job, Sandler. We'll have to check that out or something. Hey, you want to do my podcast sometime? All right. Uh, going back to Will Ferrell, he hosted SNL recently. I don't know if you guys knew this, but he no longer is on SNL. He's not a cast member there. His name is John William Farrell. And, uh, yeah, he, he's freaking hilarious. I think they did a Peloton sketch or something. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if you guys knew this. Speaking of SNL, Pete Davidson, he's uh, dating Cindy Crawford's daughter now. Did you guys know that? Guess what? Who cares? Hmm? I don't. Pete, you know, you started at the top, now you're at the bottom. No. <laughs> you know, Ariana Grande? No, I'm just kidding, Pete. Uh, Ariana Grande is extremely spoiled, so uh, she's not at the top. Uh, find a girl with a good heart. If Cindy, if Cindy Crawford's daughter has a good heart, go get it, son. Go get it. All right, Louis C.K. is going on a world tour. Maybe I'll, hug, maybe I'll get him on my podcast, huh? Uh, i try to, uh, you know, maybe he'll be interested. I don't know. Uh, any of these names that I mentioned, uh, maybe I can get him on the cast, huh? New York. Comedy Fest was a couple weeks ago. Dom Leonelli performed in it uh, at Caroline's. That was pretty amazing. Pretty proud to see him doing that. That was awesome. Good job, Dom. Went to check him out. He was performing, opening for Norm McDonald all weekend. I got to go hang out. Dom had me uh, come hang out in the green room, and guess what? I got to hang out with him and Norm McDonald in the green room at Caroline's. And Norm McDonald is just a very nice, down-to-earth, humble guy. Funny, kind, um, aware, uh, socially aware of people that are in the room. He treated me with a ton of respect. And he, Norm MacDonald was probably nicer to me than most of the, the, the non-famous comedians in New York. So um, I think that goes to say something. I think that that's really, really cool that, that Norm MacDonald... Uh, and it was cool of Dom to get me in there. Dom's really cool, too. He's a, he's a good guy. I, I, I look for big things from Dom. We actually just recently recorded. We've taken a hiatus in time, him and Ben and I, on the Midwest Sketch Bandits. But we uh, we recently recorded one. We got one in the book. So it's in post-production now. And uh, Check us out on IMDb. Our, our last season, uh, our first and, and last. Our first season, I say, when I say last, I don't mean in the last time we were doing a season. But... We did a season uh, of sketches this year, and it's all uh, listed on IMDb now, so I'm famous is what I'm trying to say. Um, and, yeah, so that's that. By the way, uh, um, yeah, th that's pretty much that. Here's the thing that's, I think, worth interest worth mentioning. I, I did a show recently, and... Uh, there was a, a couple of people from the audience that invited me to meet them at a bar afterwards, right? So I'm, I'm there hanging out, a couple cute girls, whatever. There was one dude in the group, right? And he, he was with his girlfriend, I guess, and then they, like, her, his, his girlfriend made friends with this group of girls, so, like, it was, like, the five or six of us, whatever it was. 
And this guy's like, dude, let me get you a drink. He's from Australia. He's like, you were hilarious. You know, I was like, okay, sure. Well, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a free drink, shit. So, buys me a drink. I'm hanging out. I wasn't planning on really drinking much, but as I was getting ready to go, the girl, one of the girls that was there was like, just have one more drink, you know? Don't leave yet. Just have one more drink. Ah, fuck it, you know? So, so I go, okay. And as I'm walking to the bar, the guy goes, your turn, dude. I was like, what? This motherfucker was trying to, like, get me to buy the next round as if it was my turn to buy a round. I was like, no, dude, you bought me a drink. You offered to buy me a drink because you thought I was funny. This is not a quid pro quo my turn thing. I was pissed, but I didn't. I was I was actually really angry, but I didn't make a scene. I, I went with it. I bought him a beer, but I was pissed. I, I begrudgingly, begrudgingly handed him the beer, and I was like, dude, you suck. You know, that fucking... Son of a, you know, anyway. <clears throat> I did comedy in Memphis not too long ago. I did the comedy at the Smoky Bar there, and it was disgusting. I can't believe they still allow smoke there. I was in Graceland for a little. Elvis is from there. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but, you know, I had an acting teacher in college that told me I reminded her of Elvis. Uh, even though I'm not a singer and I'm not pursuing being a, a rock star in that way, she um, she told me that uh, in the beginning of his career he had to do a ton of shows that were like underground and you know he, he just never gave up you know and really struggled for a while and um, I don't know she said she she she, she said that she, I reminded her of Elvis so that was a huge compliment I, I loved that that was like uh, really cool. Now I got to do an Elvis impression, I suppose, right? Uh, All I know is that the girl at the hotel that night uh, had a tongue ring, and I was tipsy when I came home after the show, and I tried hanging out with her. (laughs) And uh, she gave me her... She gave me... it's a long story. We didn't even hang out. We tagged. We we Instagram DM'd. That was that was as far as it went. Um, so I don't, I'm not even gonna waste your guys' time by telling you the story. Just just know that those tongue those tongue rings really catch the eye. You know. I uh, did a show out in New Rochelle recently. My buddy OC Caleb was hosting this thing. Let me go out there. Freaking this dude is hilarious. OC Caleb will make you cry. Look him up. O S E I. Space C-A-L-E-B. Uh, I don't think that he really puts his stuff online, so the only way you really get to see him is to see him live. I've never seen anybody that hurts my stomach so much from, from making me laugh. This dude is... He's amazing. He's really amazing. So... Um, what else? I'm going to do a little self-promotion, and then I'm going to get into my world, right? So I'm on SoundCloud now. Check me out. At the Droid, T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D. Uh, we got a show next Thursday night for our improv group, the Two Nights group. It's at the Pit, 9:30 p.m. Uh, the Pit Striker Theater here in New York. Um, I'm gonna be at LOL a couple times between now and then. I got my normal weekly show in the in the Bronx, whatever, or not in the Bronx, Brooklyn. What am I talking about? Uh, I'm going back to St. Louis from December 20th through the 20th, 9th, 21st. I'm gonna be at the Improv Shop. Uh, I'm working on a couple shows in St. Louis. In addition to that, we'll probably stop by Helium and the Funny Bone and do an open mic or two, maybe get a, a guest spot on one of the weekend shows. Um, and I'm trying to put together a potential 
show for myself, like a, a headliner show one night in St. Louis, probably next Friday night, or not next Friday night, two Friday nights from now, the 27th, and uh, looking to partner with a, a fella that I went to college with to uh, get this show off the ground. So if you guys are interested, hit me up. Would love to. It's really for my friends and you know my the people that I love in St. Louis to have a chance to see me do more time and kind of stretch out, and have some fun. So you know, that's that. Uh, Caroline's January second. I'll be back at Caroline's and uh, we'll take it from there. So that's that's enough for for the show promo right now. The show promo. The show promo. Uh, we got that new sketch coming out. Uh, I don't know when that'll be out. Hopefully in the next couple weeks. Uh, a ton of YouTube videos that uh, have been coming out on different YouTube accounts. Check out my The Droid, though. T-H-E-D-R-O-Y account. D-R-O-Y-D, sorry. Um, that has uh, this video about this dude who tried to scam me. I just That's my most recent one that I put up yesterday. Some dude tried to scam me. Uh, pretending to be one of my best friends, Chris Blackerby. You know, so... Check that out. It'll be a, it'll tickle you. I think it'll uh, make your your palate nice and wet. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and mute my audio on my computer there. Forgive thine self. Uh, yeah. So check that out. Maybe get some merch coming out. You know, sell some coffee mugs. Maybe some shirts. You guys going out tonight? You know, maybe put that tagline on there. I don't know. If you want some merch, tell me. Uh, making some flyers. I, I got some flyers. If you want to, hey, you want a flyer? You know, get a flyer. What else? That's that's about as much promo as I'm gonna do right now. Um, anything else going on in my world? I had a I had a birthday, November sixth. It was a lot of fun. Thanksgiving happened. Went to this Fox Fox pregame show on Thanksgiving. Could see the parade. It was like right next to it. And so got a pass from Terry Bradshaw. Screamed Michael Strahan several times. Never he never looked at me. Whatever. Yeah. Still trying to do that impression for him. Um, got to get on TV a bunch of time making silly, funny faces. What was cool is I, the, the crowd there was laughing because I was being so, like, I, I hope they didn't think I was obnoxious. They were laughing, so I, I'm going to assume they didn't think I was obnoxious. But um, that was a lot of fun. Met some people. They heard me talking about comedy. So some people came out from the crowd that heard me talking about comedy. They came to watch me do comedy that night. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, got some new fans. You know, as a result of that, which was really cool. Some people from Kansas City were in that group. That was really nice. You know, uh, one of the, there's this husband and wife. They had a kid that graduated from Mizzou recently, so they were very nice, and I appreciated them coming out on Thanksgiving. I performed on Thanksgiving, so that's pretty cool that they came out on Thanksgiving. You know, for their trip to to New York here. And um, what else happened on my birthday? Jessica. So we weren't together on my birthday, but Jessica wanted to do some nice stuff, so she said she was going to make me a steak dinner for my birthday, and then, uh, you know, I was in the shower that night getting ready to, to eat or whatever, and she goes, hey, are you going to be mad? But I didn't make the steak, I, I just bought you some some beef from the grocery store salad bar. <laughs> hey, I don't, no difference to me, you know what I mean? I, I, I prefer that, because it's less, less work for her and just as good for me, so... That was pretty good. Appreciated that. She's funny. She was going to get me all this stuff. She bought me this helicopter ride because she knows I want a helicopter ride here in the city and then canceled it because we got in a fight. So, like, I didn't get all the gifts that I was going to get because we got in a fight. So, great stuff, you know. She was uh, pretty emotional that week, whatever, you know. Um, 
what else? Yeah, there's a cool hotel here in my building that we found out about recently. It's called the Lyric Hotel, and uh, they're really innovative. Uh, if you guys want to come to New York and stay in my building, I recommend it. I get discounts, cool, whatever, I don't care. I'm moving past that bullet point. I want to do some community service um, if I can this holiday season. If anybody out there does community service, hit me up if you... I'd like to learn about it. I don't know. Maybe do some meal prepping, walk around, shake some hands, do some comedy. I don't know. You know, I'd like to perform for the troops too. By the way, I think that'd be pretty cool. If anybody has an, yeah, all right. <laughs> if anybody has an in anywhere at anything, hit me up. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Just hit me up. Yeah. If you want to donate to, uh, if anybody out there wants to donate to my, uh, what do they call it? What, what, uh, Patreon? Yeah, if you want to pay me, send me some Patreon, whatever. <laughs> uh, you can tell I'm getting exhausted here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty tired here, and I want to end this podcast soon. But I still feel like there's more to talk about. I don't know who would listen to all this, but if you are, I freaking love you. It's very unselfish, or maybe it's not unselfish or selfish. Maybe if you find this interesting, that you're still listening. That's that's great. Um. Racing in the Rain, that was a good movie that I saw recently. Iron Will, there was a movie called Iron Will that I saw as a kid, and I saw it recently again because it's on Disney+. Plus. And I had a coach in high school <clears throat> who told me that I had the same will as Iron from Iron as Will from Iron Will, and that was always a big compliment. I hadn't even seen the movie in like over a decade at that time, but after rewatching it and remembering that I had been given that compliment, it meant a lot. And I had to tell somebody, so I told Jessica, I was like, Jessica... You know, as I'm watching this movie, I remember that I had a high school football coach tell me that I have the will from Iron Will. And she goes, no, you don't. You masturbate too much. And I was like, you know, that's hurtful. You know, like, I'm trying to share this like, a, like this compliment that I that really meant a lot to me. And you got to shoot me down like that. So I really took took that in and, you know, it really affected me. I, I, I've really cut back on masturbation recently because I want to live up to that will that I have, you know, that Iron Will. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've been masturbating less out of the challenge that Jessica kind of put in front of me. I've been praying that I'll masturbate less, you know, and uh, I think this is God's way of kind of intervening, you know. He's challenging me through Jessica. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man, what else? Um, did some community service. Yeah, I did some community service around Thanksgiving. You know, we, that, was, that was pretty cool. Um went to this church and we prepared meals for um, families out there that couldn't afford I was like can I get one of these can I get one of these boxes I, I would like that um, my brother shout out to my brother Jonathan Lee it was his birthday recently my brother loves Star Wars and I think him and I both like think that the different spectrum parts of the spectrum are awesome like I think uh, Yoda is awesome my brother loves Kylo Ren and the Emperor you know <laughs> My brother, my brother will randomly upload pictures of Kylo Ren to Facebook with no caption, and like the Emperor Emperor Palpatine, like like these dark, like you know, like basically like, and it's like, and and he uh, he recently bought the entire outfit, Kylo, Kylo Ren's entire outfit, right, and uh, just it's 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 um hey we we have a pre we have an appreciation we're 
I, I, I bet people, I bet the Star Wars creators love families like him and I because we'll buy all the merchandise from every end of the spectrum. <laughs> I, I get all the, 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 the merchandise from the side of the light, and my brother gets it all from the side of the dark, you know? So, Jonathan, love you. Hope you're uh, enjoying L.A. I got to come out and visit, maybe do some comedy out there, you know, if you're listening to this. Hope you had a good birthday. Um, guys, I'm so tired. Should I just... I, I, there's a part of me that wants to just turn off the podcast, but I... But I don't. But I. I don't want to cut you guys short. You know what I mean. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep going, so that you can really get the full throttle here. Where a minute. I'll be done in the next 20 minutes. Hopefully less, because I'm exhausted. Um, I was on the subway recently, and this guy came out like one of the subway operators who you never see by the way came out of his little like, like space room there on the subway and like helped some guy get off the train. I don't know exactly what was going on. And then he looked at this group of girls and goes, uh, and it wasn't creepy at all, but he looks at this group of girls and goes, you good? How you doing? Hallelujah. And then he just disappeared. Everyone started cracking up. It was pretty awesome. It was one of those, you had to be there things, but I, uh, it was the non creepiest thing I'd ever seen. And it was funny, so... Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into the world of football real quick. Kyle Gibson, my buddy from Mizzou, he uh, got me a Missouri baseball hat at one point a while back. And I, w- I just want to give him a shout-out. He just got a three-year, $30 million deal. He deserves it. If anybody deserves it, Kyle Gibson does. He's always been a stand-up guy, always a hard worker, always a good always a good dude you know good teammate good good person to have around positive light positive influence so it's nice to see when stuff like that works out for for a guy like him um and let's move on to football now and this will be the last sport that i talk about and then we'll wrap up so eureka high school advanced to jackson after they beat viani uh, a few weeks back jackson big time playoff game jackson missouri jackson is the first we had a track meet down there. It was the first time I broke two minutes in the 800. I ran a 158 point something. I can't remember the point, but it was under 159. And uh, anyway, Eureka lost, right? So it was a great season. I think we lost two games. We won the fir- we lost the first game and the last game. Those were the only losses of the season. I think it was like 10 and two was our record. So shout out to Tyler Watson, Jake Sumner, all the guys that put everything together for the season, all the players. Um, it was a lot of fun to follow, and uh, you know, proud of those guys. You know, anytime you make it to the playoffs, it's a really big deal, and uh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get where they did. Um, you know, so thought that was pretty cool, and uh, I can tell that the, the cats are back to work. I saw Eureka Football tweeted something. Some kid like power cleaned 300 something pounds today, so you know they're already back to work, getting ready for next season, and. Um, and that's that. So I mean, when I'm back in St. Louis, maybe I'll get to see some of my coaches for a little bit, which would be cool. Coach Lamas and those guys. All right, uh, college update. Mizzou. Mizzou is done, guys. Uh, if you're on Twitter at all, and you, you've probably seen my, my rants on this, but it's... Uh, I, I actually was... I was actually... Dis- I, I actually lost a little sleep over... The, the big update, which was that Missouri fired Coach Barry Odom. And 
I just think it's absolute bullshit. Uh, I think it's it's the people at the top of Missouri, you know, athletic director and above that don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and they have to blame. They have to make a scapegoat, so they just blame Coach Odom for everything that's gone down. Uh, after having a a six and six season um, and the whole NCAA ruling, I mean, it's uh, it's it's disgusting and. I, I'm not really a fan of Missouri sports at this moment. I've uh, Jim Sterk is the athletic director, and I, I've never met him before. I don't I don't know I don't know what his voice sounds like. I, I've never seen him in person, but I don't like him. You know, he's the one that let go of Odom, whether it was the, whether it was his decision or not. But his name was on paper, and he's the one that made the press release. And I just think it's some soft ass, weak ass, cowardly ass, pussy ass shit. You know, I think that. Nobody's better for the job than Coach Barry Odom. He's really had to withstand some some real bullshit from the NCAA this last year. Uh, I think that the NCAA should be tried for cruel and unusual punishment for for um, what they did to Missouri football and, and our punishment for for a crime that we tried to do the right thing by coming forward, bringing it to light, and uh, and then we were made an example. Uh, extreme punishment, really just gutting Missouri football and then you know I would think that the uh, the administrators or that the higher ups at Mizzou who are in charge of hiring and firing head football coaches would would support and rally behind its leader in a time when the chips are low right I mean essentially this season and next season are, are already washes and rather than saying let's let's build for the future and and build on what we can they kick Coach Odom to the curb and make it make him the scapegoat, put the blame on him, rather than understanding that he was facing insurmountable odds this last year. Uh, and I'm just I'm not a fan anymore. Coach Odom's the the John Snow of Missouri football, and I I follow I follow him, you know. So uh, I. I, I it's 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 bullshit. I'll, uh, nothing can take the, away the time that I had with my teammates, and nothing can take away from the relationship and the bond that I have with my team and the group of guys that were there when I was there. But it's it's water. This new thing now, this coach they hired, I'm not going to put him down. It's not it's not his fault. I don't have a problem with him. I have a problem with the people who hired him, and I have a problem with the people who fired Coach Odom. Um, so it's it's fucking bullshit to be honest. That, that's that's all I'll say about that. I feel pretty passionate about that. And uh, Jim Sterk, I just I think you're a, you're a coward, and I think you're soft. So um, hold on one second. Oh shit. Oh okay, one second. Somebody's calling me. You guys hear uh, hear R2-D2? Anyway, so Jim Sterk, that's that. SEC championship game, I I didn't watch it. I don't even care. Uh, Shout out to my man Chris Garris, number 86. He wore 86 at the University of Missouri. He was a walk-on with me. He was a good guy. We both got let go at the same time. Um, I was uh, hurt at the time, and Chris was actually a a solid player. So... um, when we got let go, I was at the bottom of the depth chart. He was at the bottom of the depth chart. I had an injury, which 
forces you to the bottom of the depth chart. I forget what happened with Chris. He might have been injured at the time as well, which had him, which which is what might have had him at the bottom. But um, Mizzou did the same thing to me that they did to Coach Odom. Just just uh, used us up and spit us out, you know. And it's uh, you know Coach Odom gave his life to to the program as as I did. Um, and um, it's it's the way of the world, you know. The good guy doesn't. Uh, the good guy rarely wins. I believe that the good guy will win the true the true battle in the end. But you know, it's uh, it's sad to see it. Anyway, yeah. All I can say is for the people out there that think that Coach Odom wasn't winning enough, it's like, well, first of all, this season is a wash based on the NCAA. Uh, ruling and uh, nobody's going to win in this environment nobody's going to win for the next couple of years coach Odom could could hold the reins steady next year and have a winning season the year after once this ban is lifted there's no coach out there that can restart now and uh, make things work even if we hired coach Nick Saban from Alabama it would still take him a couple of years to to get everything going here at the University of Missouri so it was just a terrible decision altogether, and, and Jim Sterk just diarrheaed all over himself. And listening to him metaphorically, you know, give head to this new football coach makes me want to vomit listening to all the, the exciting things that he's saying about him. It's like, of course you're going to say the exciting. Guess what? You're going down with the ship, Jim Sterk, if, when, when, if or when this coach doesn't do well. And I'm not rooting against him because I don't have a vendetta toward this guy. But, Jim, you're, you're, you're going down with him. You know, if it doesn't work out, so you better, you better be waxing that dude's balls and making sure that he gets anything and everything he needs. Because if or when he doesn't work out, you're gone with him. You know, it'll be uh, your head is next on the chopping block, and that's just how business works. So, Jim, polish his nuts. Do a good job of polishing his ball sack. All right. Uh, what else? Um, NFL, I went to uh, the Giants game on my birthday. There was a cat on the field at the game. Uh, that was pretty fun seeing that. A lot of memes and Twitter updates on that, so that was pretty cute. Um, it looked like uh, Binks from uh, Hocus Pocus, you know. So that was pretty cool getting to go to that. Eli Manning started. They had Monday Night Football last night. He started. Had a, he showed how much greatness he has in him in that first half there. Unfortunately, they couldn't come away with the win last night, but you could just, I mean, Eli's, Eli's the man, you know. I'll never, I'll never, his greatness will never, you know, it'll never go away. It'll always be in him, and I just, I don't know, it's unclear what's going to happen next, but I hate to see him go out like the way that the Giants are treating him. They're just kind of like pushing him to the back already, even though he, he's not fully done yet, you know, and, uh, I think it's bullshit, but whatever. Um, what else? Uh, I called the Giants. I called the Giants, yeah. <laughs> this this is a... I almost, like, glossed over this point like it's nothing. I actually called the Giants and left a voicemail for one of their scouts recently because I've been getting back in shape, and I just wanted to talk to them about taking them back to the Super Bowl. No big deal, you know? That's what I said on the voicemail. I'm waiting to hear back. going to give them another call and list some of my credentials, but I did a... I did give them a call, and uh, I'm down to if they'll give me a chance to try for their practice squad. I'd love to give them a look and help get them ready each week. And 
I still feel like I got greatness in me. Well, I know that that greatness will never leave, but I, I still think I have something to offer physically at this point. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if I can get a chance. So <clears throat> Kaepernick is not getting a chance. Uh, speaking of people coming, you know, coming. Speaking of, um, what do they call it, uh, resurrection, uh, Kaepernick is not being resurrected. Uh, you know, he... he uh, he had this NFL tryout that he missed, right? He calls this NFL tryout saying that he's not getting a chance from any of these teams and he missed his own workout, I guess because of some legal paperwork that he wasn't comfortable signing. Great job, Kaepernick, not getting that taken care of ahead of time with your lawyers. Great stuff, you know? So a couple of the NFL scouts came and watched him at this nearby facility where he worked out on his own terms. Uh, I don't think he, I don't think anyone gave him a chance. But one of the receivers that he was throwing to uh, got a look and a, a, a tryout opportunity with one of the teams. So something came out of that whole thing. Hey, Kaepernick, if you need a guy to throw to as you're trying to get back into the league, we can team up. Um, I uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day, and that's that's what I say about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, when he when he took a, a knee, I don't think that he intended on doing the good that he did. But he accidentally, you know, he, he fell into it is what I think, right? So I'm happy about the good that came of it. You know, anything that can advance uh, equal rights and, and help push things forward, I'm all for it. Uh, I don't think Colin Kaepernick is the right vehicle for it because he's an idiot. Uh, and I think that it taints the cause, um, you know. But uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day, so... Anyway, are the Patriots cheating again? I don't know, and I don't care. You know, the Bengals, apparently they're whatever. Who cares? All right, moving on to the next point. Uh, there was a, a Thursday night football fight a few weeks back. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was crazy. The, this guy took off the quarterback's helmet and tried hitting him. It was, uh, I think, one of the dudes on the Browns. They were playing the, the Steelers and tried to bash him in the head with his own helmet. And uh, I don't think that guy should be tried for attempted murder. Uh, you could kill somebody doing that. That's absolutely unfathomable to think that somebody would do that on the football field. It's disgusting. They should strip him of his pads and, and uh, really never play the game again and potentially go to jail, in my opinion. That's that's attempted murder right there. So that's my thought. I want to get Madden 20. Um, you know, maybe take advantage of it. Anybody out there play Black Friday? Uh, get some Black Friday specials? One of my friends, who happens to be an African-American, said uh, he said that uh, luckily he's black every day. <laughs> so Black Friday doesn't mean anything. To, uh, he said maybe you could use something like that for, for your comedy. So I think the only thing uh, I would say, I don't really have anything other than it pisses me off that they use the, the term Black Friday. It should be called African American Friday, right? Um, that's a shout-out to my boy Marcus Woods. He wore number three at Mizzou and uh, was an amazing running back. His agility was was impeccable. He was the dude that used to scream, Lewis, all the time. So I've been keeping in touch. Speaking of uh, old teammates, it was, it was awesome having Greg Bracey on our last podcast here. And uh, that was really mean, meaningful for, for me. And, um, you know, so shout out to him for giving us giving us his time. And thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, I think that's just about everything. Let me just double check one thing. Uh, I think the only other thing that I was going to say is, um, 
yeah, there was a guy who tried to scam me yesterday. So check out my latest YouTube video on my the Droid channel to hear about how I scammed him back. So it's a video about how you can scam the scammer. So be careful this holiday season. Don't get uh, scammed. Uh, I wanted to talk about... Oh, yeah, the last thing I want to say, this is a good way to end. And this is quick. It'll just literally last a minute. And then I got to go. Um, even though I didn't do a Thanksgiving episode, I had something listed here how I wanted to talk about what I'm thankful for because it's important to be to, to the, it, gratitude is is tied to happiness so people out there that are like just if you're just search, if you don't know what you want out of life and you just want to be happy learn to count your blessings learn to be thankful there there are show, there are so many studies that, that show where, where happiness is tied to gratitude so Thanksgiving is a good holiday but it should not be a one day of the year thing where you think about the things that you're thankful for or articulate out loud. Um, you know, some people pray, some people meditate. Any of these things can can help you um, think and manifest these things in your mind that you're that you're thankful for and to to, to give thanks for them. Uh, so I'm thankful for the opportunity to pursue to pursue my dreams. I'm saying this out loud right now, right? I'm thankful for the opportunity to pursue what I love. Uh, I'm t- thankful for all the all the things that I was able to ever pursue that I love. It, it, I'm thankful that that's kind of, in some ways, that defines who I am. It is I'm the I'm the dude that goes after his dreams. You know, whether whether it was football until I got hurt and could no longer play, whether it's comedy now, whether it's helping you know, join a startup and make that successful, uh, whether it's going after true love or all these, I'm just thankful for, you know, <clears throat> the opportunity. Some people aren't, aren't, aren't as fortunate to have the platform that I was able to start with that my parents gave me that I had, you know, I had to use it to my advantage and build on it, but it was definitely, it, 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 you know, I can't imagine doing it without that. It's already hard enough when you do have a platform to go um, and be successful. So I'm, I'm thankful for the platform that my parents gave me, the support that they've given me, the support that all of my friends give me, my fans, uh, everyone who you know has stuck with me through the the thick and the thin. Maybe uh, you know, there's a lot of people that I think that that. We're banking on the fact that I'd be much more successful in the world of comedy by now, and they've stuck with me, and I, and I thank you for that. You know, um, true, the, my true friends out there who, you know, will be with me regardless of whether or not I ever get on stage again or anything like that. My family that's there no matter what, the love that I have in my life, um, the experience that I, the experiences that I've accumulated throughout my life that have molded me. I'm thankful for those. I'm thankful to have all the food in my belly that I do. I, I, you know, I'm thankful to have a work ethic. I'm thankful for the knowledge of how to be successful and then the motivation to, to go make it happen. Um, I'm thankful for a, a physical uh, capabilities that I do have, my health, number one, well, family and friends, love, those are number one, then health next, having good health, you know, having youth, having, um, you know, I'm thankful for uh, the fact that I look like Nicolas Cage, you know, <laughs> I'm thankful for 
just just being me, I wouldn't rather be anybody else. Now, uh, the list goes on and on. I, I could I could speak to infinity on the things that I'm thankful for and count literally like, if I had to make a list of, of all the things that I've been given uh, as blessings, I, I uh, there, there isn't a book large enough to, 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 you know, house all of that data. Um, so I'm I'm gonna stop there I think for now. Aside from just thanking you guys genuinely for all of your support in following this podcast. If you're listen if you're still listening, thank you for that, right? Thank you for um for for subscribing, for giving this a chance, for supporting me through this journey, you know. Uh so yeah, thank you all. And the last thing, this is the point that I was trying to make, that Marcus Aurelius, I think, was the one who said it. You could Google and fact check me. But I think it was one of the Roman Caesars at one point in time. He said that a wise man is a, is a man who reflects and thinks, upon, thinks about and thinks upon the things that he does have rather than fretting about the things that he doesn't. Uh, a wise man, you know, learns to to be appreciative of those things and to think about how hard he would work for those things if he didn't have if he didn't have them the things that he would do in order to get that so you know when if, when it feels like you have so many things cuz we all do just having life right? that's number one just thank you for being i'm thankful for being alive you know when you when you when you stop to realize that really the the, the blessings are infinite then uh, it brings a, a sense of joy and and, and wholeness and, and gratitude and happiness. So I feel happy. I'm thankful. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy holidays to you guys. Thanks to, for tuning in. And uh, love you. God bless. Go to heaven. Yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs> <laughs>